Good afternoon, ladies. Welcome to the Black Girl That Could podcast. Um, we're going to get into it. Um, uh, first and foremost, I just want to let you know that there's nothing going on in your life that was meant to take you out. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. So, keep pushing. Always keep pushing. Aspiring to be more and do more. Any situation you're in is it is not forever. Uh, bad times don't last always. Um, two, okay. Everyone probably is wondering like what this podcast is about. I'm wondering what this podcast is about. Um, honestly, I just know um, that I want to be an inspiration. I just want to talk about the things. You know, life experiences, life period, um, health, our mental health, wealth, how we can achieve uh, generational wealth, things like that. Just things I have learned and researched on my own, you know, and I just want to give back. This is, I guess, this is my way of giving back. And the reason I say I guess is because um I don't really know, like, this just came, like, I try to, I try to follow my heart now, and then I try to follow what uh, God lays on my heart, um, and I want, I don't necessarily want to say God lays on my heart, but I try to just go with, um, my first, I'm just, no, no, I just, my, your first instinct, that's what I try to go with, my first instinct, so, um, uh, on my birthday, around what, like, three or four, it just, it was, I'm going to say it was laid on my heart because it was. It was like, it just, I don't know. I had earlier used the hashtag, you know, black girl that could. And when I first used the hashtag, I was like, oh, yeah, I like this. I like this. I'm an entrepreneur. So everything I think about is always, I'm always thinking, like, how can I brand this? How can I brand that? I come up, I have like 100, 100 plus probably business names, the whole, the whole, everything written up the background of the business the whole business plan is written i have like a hundred of those i really really if i had enough money do you i'm telling you i have a thousand businesses and i don't think there are businesses that are that would fail either like i don't believe um nah they wouldn't like they're real thought out that's how i am though i always been like that um if I think of something I can think of a whole business to go right behind it so that's kind of what happened but I was like dang I feel this though like the black girl that could I felt it like it's just like when you start thinking about it and it's kind of like the little engine that could like but it's like no we we're black so we have way more obstacles um that knock us down so it's just like oh yeah I felt that I felt the same like it felt real to me so um, and I was just like, well, what can you do? What can you do? Well, um, for me, I like to talk, but uh, therapy is not really working out for me. Is And what I mean is like talking to a psychiatrist. Um, I did group therapy type things like that. And it doesn't really work for me. Um, but writing and talking out my problems and stuff like that worked for me. So I don't know. I just was like, I'm going to do a podcast. I'm going to do a podcast and I'm going to talk. And sometimes it may, it, it may seem like I'm talking to God or I'm talking to myself. And, and that's because this is really, I, I'm new at this and this is the only way I know how to do it. So I'm just going to speak from my heart about anything. And then there, there may be subjects and things like that, that you may not agree with. Um, I'm 20, uh, by the way, I'm, I'm 26, August 4th, I turned 26. 
Um, so I'm young, but I feel as though, I, not even I feel as though I have been through a lot of stuff that uh, people older than me haven't even been through yet. Like life hit me fast at the start, at the beginning. And so um, uh, I guess I'll give you a little background into who I am and stuff like that. So um, yeah, I went, I joined the military after high school. Right after high school, around 18, I also got married. Um, I had a child. She passed away. My father passed away. So that's what I mean when I say life smacked me in the beginning. I never had dealt with death. Like, um, nothing that was memorable. Or the people didn't really, I would per se, matter to me that much. Like, I probably had a grandfather die. I had an aunt die. But they weren't close to me. And I wasn't really close to them. So it didn't affect me. And um, But just like... My dad wasn't really my birth dad. He was he was my stepdad in a way, but he was with me since I was one. So that's the only father I knew. So he is my dad. Um, but, you know, he was a big figure in my life. Like, he is my inspiration. You know, like, my father is my inspiration. I aspire to be him, to be just like him. Um, and another inspiration I have is my Aunt Rochelle. Like, like I, those two people when I grew up are people I always looked up to. And I'm about to cry. Oh, my God. <laughs> But, like, uh, great people. If you ever get to, like, great, great, great people. They were just great people, you know. You'll never be able to meet my dad with my aunt, Rochelle. She's a great person. Like, you just, I just aspire to be like them. Like, they're selfless, you know. That type of stuff is, like, I wish our people would, more of us would aspire to be and be like. Like, you know, they're always helping. People will always help, you know, and don't think twice about it, you know, because I just feel as though uh, God didn't put us here on this earth or whoever you believe in, you know, however you got here, you know, we all got here some way. It wasn't just by, <laughs> we didn't just get here. So, you know, however we got here, you know, we weren't here just to be here by ourselves. We have to help one another. And I think in our community, like, and women, especially the black women, we have a problem with that. Like, I don't understand why we feel as though God put us here and just to be by ourselves. Like, we independent. We got it all. And that's just not the case. Like, we have to help each other. I don't I don't feel as though God gave one person a crazy amount of bread millions just to 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 keep it to their self like that 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 is unrealistic to me i don't believe that i believe you were given that to help the people to help your people whoever that your people may be your direct family whatever but uh, people on the street, whoever, but you have to give back. You're supposed to give back. There's no way he gave one person a crazy abundance like that just to, to just for themselves. I just don't believe that. I mean, a lot of people do believe that, but I just don't. So, um, uh, you know, that that is a problem I really have with our community, and I don't know how to change it. I don't think it ever will probably change, but. You know, I, the only way I can change it is by talking about it to, to people around me, um, my little following, and then just try to get every, my people on one accord. Like, yo, we have to come together. We have to come together. You know, God put Adam on this earth and he knew he couldn't do it alone. So he gave him Eve, you know, so we have to start thinking more like that. There's no way um, he, he gave one person a crazy abundance just for themselves. I don't believe that. Yeah, so 
like I said, um, my daughter and father had passed away. They passed away uh, one day apart. Um, when I was giving birth to her, he died. And uh, a day later, after she was born, she died. She was premature, one pound, six ounces. And um, I was in the army at the time. I was in Korea. I was alone. I was by myself. And I felt as though life had smacked me. Like I said, I felt like life smacked me at an early age, right at the beginning. And it did. Like, that crushed me. Like, I was, you got to think, like, um, my dad was a big inspiration to me, like I said. Um, And he was battling cancer during the time. So, I would call him, like, every day while I was in Korea. I would call him, like, almost every single day, talk to him. I would be sending money home um, to help the family. And he became that person. I was there by myself. I was pregnant. My husband was... I was just there by myself. My husband was... Everyone was here overseas in the United States, and I'm there. Um, And I'm 18. Um, I don't really have, at the time, you know, not many friends. I can't really go out with my other battles, do the things people are supposed to do. So that's when, like, um, depression kind of set in. And so the only way I knew how to do was talk. That is crazy because when I go out in a public setting, I'm a quiet person. But um, to myself, in, in my own home setting, like, the only way I know how to work through my problems is to talk them out. So, um, I would talk, like, people would consider it talking to yourself, but it's, it's whatever. I guess it is talking to yourself. But at the time, I wouldn't talk to myself. I would talk to the baby. So, um, no, she, you know, in my stomach, I would just have conversations with that baby a lot. So, she meant a lot to me, and my father meant a lot to me at the time. Um, that's like when I, my love for him just really grew because just to see a man take care of y'all your entire life and, and he wasn't able to, it hurt him. And I know that's what crushed him. It really wasn't the cancer. It was being, it was not being able to be a supporter. And so that's what I want to do. Like now, like I just want to make crazy bread and take care of my people. And that's what you're supposed to do. I just feel like that's what you're supposed to do. But um, that that was a crazy part of my life. It smacked me so hard. I took it hard. I took it hard. I didn't talk. I didn't even talk for like two, three days. But I still put on my boots. I still went to work. And, and after this, if nothing happened, you know. And so I earned like a badge, a medal for being resilient. Um, but on the inside, I was holding it in, kind of, and I would talk about it to myself but not really to nobody so I don't know if it was healthy or not but I do know me talking about problems out are the the best way I know how I'm not I'm not gonna um, now talking them out to people is hard so this is 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 kind of easy because it's like I'm still talking to myself but I know somebody will listen um and I want you to give your feedback always give your feedback let me know um topics to bring up and stuff like that so Back to that, life smacked me hard, and at that time, I was I was raised in church, so I cursed God during that moment, and I want to say I cursed God, like, uh, God, God forgive me, but you know, I would say that I hate him, I would say stuff like that, like, I really did not understand how he could take a person, and a good person, and leave, like, <laughs> and leave these people on earth who are robbing, stealing, killing, murder, like, take them, so... That was at a time in my life I was struggling, and I also wasn't really um, in the church anymore. Um, 
I was, uh, you know, I really just was finding myself trying to figure out how do I move on and I could not figure out how to move on. So during that time, you know, depression took in, PTSD took in, um, you know, I watched my daughter die in my arms. So like I just watched the life leave a person, a human being that you carry is traumatic. Like I never forget it. I, I, I would have nightmares sometimes. I would see my dad sometimes, you know. The sound of a baby crying would bother me. I, I remember um, my neighbor, Her, she had a baby. She just had a baby, and the baby would not stop crying all the time. And, and I knocked on her door one day like, yo, can you please, like, shut, like, that sh- I was going, I was about to go crazy, like, and the reason is because that's, like, the last thing my daughter was doing. As I was going down to the NICU, she was crying. So crying bothered me for a long time. And then I had a baby after her. And that was like, I had a baby, what, six months after her? And that's my rainbow baby. And I felt like God had gave her to me to kind of um, ease the healing. But in the beginning, it didn't seem that way. Because when I first had her, you know, she's a baby. She was crying. She was whining. And I wanted to be so strong and tough. And um, I'm going to take care of my baby. And I'm not going to get no help. So, like, for the first two, three months, I didn't get no help. I just stayed in the house with her. And I, man, I went crazy. I went crazy. Just, like, I broke down one day called my mom. Like, can you please come get her? And my mom cussed me out. Like, <laughs> I told you you was going to need some help. Uh, but life just smacked me. And I fell again and again and again and again. And I could not understand why like why was God doing this to me I ended up getting out of the military I came back home to Virginia and um I was I was living with my spouse he was a big time cheater just watching him cheat um and I finally got fed up with it and I kicked him out but now I'm I'm by myself you know and I'm not working. I'm taking care of her and I'm only going to school and I'm living off of the BAH, which was only what, like $1,500 maybe. And I'm that's all I'm living off. Um, and I got food stamps at the time, but it was just like, dang, I never was in that, in that situation in the military. You know, I'm making 4000 4, a month when I was overseas and, and stuff like that. So... It was just a crazy cut, and life smacked me on my ass. Like uh, times I, I didn't have money to pay the rent. I'm always I was late on the rent a lot, you know. Um, and I just did not ever see that for me, and it hurt me because I just felt as though if my dad was here on this earth, none of this would have happened. Like he would make sure his kids are good, and I just felt like I didn't have anyone at the time. And you know, it was so much stuff I should have been doing like at that time I should have been filing for my um VA disability you know I had PTSD I'm dealing with depression I'm I'm having suicidal thoughts I'm attempting you know suicide I should have been reaching out and then it is just like everybody was telling me to I wasn't doing it and then you know like I said earlier you know nothing is is designed in our lives to take us out nothing nothing and I'm I'm cursing God and wondering why why these things happen to me uh, you know why it was me you were causing it you know it was me it was me you know causing it you know he wasn't doing those things to hurt me you know that time was up that time was up he didn't do those things to hurt me 
those things were put in my path to make me stronger. And I know that now, but at the time, I did not. And, you know, it took me a long time. I would say up until maybe 23 when I really grabbed a hold of it and was like, yo, I, I can't keep living like this, yo. Like, I cried every day. I cried every single day for at least four years straight. I cannot make that shit up. I cried every day for four years straight. I cannot. I would go to work some days, but I'd be sitting at my computer and I would just cry. And my boss would come out like, what's wrong? And I, I can't, I know what's wrong. It's just I'm hurt. But it was no real reason. Like nothing had happened during that time. I'm just literally sitting there doing my work. And a tear will fall from my face. And I'll just begin to bawl. Like that's how, how I would cry. And even still to this day, I cry like that. I'm crying as I talk, you know. But Sometimes it's tears of joy. Like now I feel like my tears are more tears of joy because I'm I'm trying to I'm still dealing with depression, I'm still dealing with PTSD, but I'm also trying to work through those things, um, and, and find you know, find what the best therapy for me and right now and I feel like the best therapy for me is to just talk. It's it's to just talk. Um I just for so long I, I did not listen to him. I didn't listen to my first instinct. I didn't listen to my to God. I didn't listen. I didn't listen to that thing. Everybody has that thing that is telling you to do the right thing, you know. And we continue, you know, to do the wrong thing, even though it's there telling you to do the right thing. And for so long, I I was I was falling on my ass year after year, falling on my ass. And I'm a person that was always mature. So even as a kid, 16, 17, I took classes to get out of school, out of high school a year earlier. Like I always felt mature. I always felt like I was going to do great things. I didn't know exactly what it was, but I knew I was going to do great things. I do hair now, but you know, that really wasn't my passion. Interior design was, um, but I didn't know, you know. I didn't know what it was, but I knew, you know, God didn't put nobody here just to be here. We all have a calling. We all have something to to offer our people, to offer to the people. So, um, you know, I do hair, so I offer services, hair services. So I give back like that. Um, and so now I just feel like I can I can help other people by telling the things that has happened to me, and and just I I want to stop girls from. Honestly, I want to, you know, just stop <laughs> younger girls from, oh, I don't know. We have to help one another. We just have to help one another. And all I know is that I know my experiences can help somebody else because doing hair has led me to see every last one of my clients. I kind of pick my clients, you know, every last one of them. I feel like we're set in my chair for a reason. Every client I've ever had, I feel like I've learned something from them. We get to talking. I've learned something from them. They've learned something from me by the time the appointment is over. And and that that, that was kind of therapy for me. Like, I don't know if my clients know, but it was therapy for me, you know. And so I just imagine, like, I know it may have been therapy for them, too, because we're both conversing back. You know, we both giving our Im- impact, our, our feedback. We both, you know, we conversating, and, and it's flowing naturally. And so that's why I kind of try to pick my, my clients wisely. Like, I don't want to introduce any bad vibes to my, my soul, my spirit. I just want people around me that are uplifting. And, and to want people around you that are uplifting means you have to be a person that uplifts. So I'm, I'm starting to do that more and humble myself a a lot more um and following what god has for me 
following my heart, going with my first instinct. I've, I've been in a relationship for two years, and <laughs> something said, let it go. And for it, something been saying, let it go, and I never did. And it's just like, I keep wondering why. I keep crying every night about this man, and you wonder why. Because many a times he said, let it go, and you continue to hold on. So I had to let it go, and then I feel like a weight has been lifted off my shoulder. And, you know, I'm still struggling with listening, even though I know, like, y'all, I can't make this up. I have, it, it, I, I, I do not make enough for the amount of bills I have. I say this all the time, and people keep looking at me like I'm crazy, but I mean this. If I show you my bank statements, and you see how much I bring in, which is about six, $7,000 a month, and you see how much my bills are, and the things I'm paying for, and the extra curricular activities I'm getting engaged in, they don't add up. And like, whether it's a form of a gift, or somebody just giving me money, that's what I've uh, noticed, where the extra money comes from now, you know, just tips or uh somebody just randomly gave me some money or a check or come or something like that i have st- stuff like that happened to me i found 300 before you know i have this is real and so i've he's never not provided me with the things i needed even when time and time again month after month for years my bank statements have not added up to the amount that was going out and i kept wondering how he's never like yo so I have to start listening. I have to, like, when I took the time to sit down and look at my bank statements and the money, and I was just like, yo, you got to get, first of all, I had to give him some praise. I had to give somebody some praise because I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't understand. I couldn't understand. But at that moment, I knew, and this was about a year ago, like last year, when I um, opened my business. That's that's about when reality hit me that, like, he look out for you. Like, stop trying to, you know, stop, stop, stop. Give him some praise or humble yourself because something is looking out for you. And, and it don't add up, but it but it's there. Uh, um, and I can, you know, so I had to stop. I had to stop. And I had to start listening the first time, even though now I'm still struggling with it. But I do know I have to, we, we as a people, we, we have to start listening. Um, and we, we keep going, we keep going left when he says go right. And we wonder why we're in these situations. And, and the truth is you're going to always be in that situation until you start listening. You're always going to be in that situation. I know that because I am truthful. I was stuck stuck i'm stuck at a job i'm stuck at a job making 14 dollars an hour and the checks are weekly and they only 500 dollars after taxes and i'm wondering why i'm wondering why because you wasn't supposed to be at that job i wasn't supposed to be at that job i'm doing hair i can do hair i do hair i can make i can make that check in one day doing hair 500 dollars in one day i make more than that some days and i was wondering why because he had gave me a talent and I wasn't using it to the best of my ability. So that's when, you know, again, on my birthday, I never tried to. And the reason it's always on my birthday is because on my birthday, I make a conscious decision every year that I'm going to strive for more. I never want to be a person. That's where I'm at. That, you know, that's stuck. I hate a person. I'm sorry to say hate, but, you know, I dislike a person 
that is stuck that's been stuck for years and I watched that I've, I've grew up with a lot of people in my life that have been stuck in the same place for 30 40 plus years and it bothers me because why like like you really think God put you I can't believe that you don't value your own life enough to strive for more like so every year my birthday marks change and, and people be like my boyfriend couldn't believe it but I, I I mean it every single year my ex-boyfriend you know couldn't, couldn't believe it but every single year I make a conscious decision on my birthday like I, what are you doing this year what how are you going to be better than you were the next year I, I can't say that there's a single year of my life I ever been in the same predicament I was I, I have it I have it I haven't. There hasn't. I mean, uh, when I was in the military, I paid my rent and stuff like that, you know. But ever since I had got out of the military, I was late with rent, you know, this, that, the third. This year, I, I haven't been, you know, I was late one time. And guess what? <laughs> God made a way that somebody paid it that I didn't have to pay a dime. So, you know, you know, it's just like, I've never, like, I've, I've never been in the same situation I was I always try to elevate myself and we have to start doing that making a conscious decision to not be the same person we were last year people are going to get mad on their journey I promise you they will you're going to leave a lot of people or people a lot of people are going to leave you and fall off and you're going to wonder why it's because you are elevating and I have come to terms with that it's because I am elevating I am not okay with being okay I am not I want to be better than okay every year I want to be better than I was last year I don't care what whatever that means. If I got to let people go, then that's what I'm going to do. And I, I'm, I'm definitely following that. I've always followed that. That's just always something that I've done. Like uh, that New Year resolution stuff. I don't know why, but it's never been a New Year re- resolution for me. It, it's been my, my life. Like I don't want to be stuck. I don't want to be stuck. I always want to move forward. So, you know, I try to figure out this year. I didn't even try to figure it out. It just came to me. It was laid on my heart, you know, start talking about this stuff, start talking about it, start telling one another, you know, start telling your sisters, your brothers, anybody you could tell, you know, just get right, get right, get yourself right. It don't have to be with God, but we have to start protecting ourselves, protecting ourselves, protecting our mental and elevating ourselves. We got to do better. I just hate to see my people stuck stuck and I want us to come together because a lot of us don't understand that we can't do this alone we can't do it alone we have to come together but there's just so many times there's so many times I can't I can't keep quiet I can't keep quiet about it because so many times he has left I thought as though he has left me to fall on my ass and that wasn't the case it's just because I, I was going left I was going left we gotta come together and we have to know that once again, it wasn't designed to break us. It wasn't designed to break us. Just to make us. <laughs> yeah. We just we 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 have to to learn um, to appreciate living living we have to learn to appreciate living i can't i can't stand to see us you know not elevating ourselves we we (laughs) we gotta appreciate the moments and living in the moment following our heart and doing exactly what we have to (laughs) exactly what he tells us to do just um 
starting to appreciate the the fact that we do have a conscience, you know, we do have a heart. We have this crazy ability to have a a feeling, a feeling, you know, just, you know, some of us can just, the feeling, the feeling, the time, the time is now. No time is the wrong time, the time is now, you know, the moment, take that moment and run with it. Don't, like, we got to stop looking, we got to stop looking back, we got to stop worrying about what people think, you know, a lot of the time, I had that problem, I always, but, like, when I did keto and stuff like that, um, and posting my pictures of how big I was and stuff like that, that was, that was, that was an experience for me, but it definitely made me be able to open up more, so, you're letting the world see another side of you. And, and we have to just appreciate that. Appreciate it and learn to grow. You know, I had to ask God. I had to ask God to take away the hurt, the pain, you know, the people, certain people. I had to ask him to take that away. And I think in some weird way, this is this is how. This, this is a part of that. It's, it's not something that's instant. We also have to stop thinking this. Everything in a month, boom, boom, boom. You know, this world is so fast. It's so fast. You can do anything now. You can call people right away. You can look up and find any information you want right away. And we think everything's instant, but it's not. And so I, I do believe that this is a part of that. This is a part of um, him allowing me to let go and take away some of that pain and hurt. I don't think I will ever be okay you know, I always will be uh, thrown off, that is, by, by the, the things that have happened, you know. You'll always be a little thrown off. You'll never be that innocent child, that innocent little girl you were. And and I wish, I wish I was. I really do. Like, you never know until you uh, are grown how much you wish to, to be a kid again. And I, and I do wish I still had that innocence. But um, you're tainted. You're tainted, I guess. I'm tainted now, and it's nothing... I'll ever be able to erase is in my memory forever. Is in my memory forever. So, I, you know, I just never be the same. But this is how I can learn to start healing, I guess, from um, the pain and the trauma and the things I've seen. Life is 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 too short. And so I have to, I have to, I have to let it go. I can't continue down that path. It's just, it's just causing me hurt. You know, I cry, I cry, I cry, I cry, I cry. I'm tired of crying. Like, I just feel like I have no more tears left. So if I feel that way, start acting that way. Just, just start acting that way. And so that's what I'm trying to do. Start acting that way. Like, I don't have no more tears left. So, so you know what? This ain't going to break me. So I'm going to move past it. And I'm trying and it's hard. It's a journey. It's a journey. And I do believe this is a part of that journey. I asked him to take it away. And I know he he doesn't not answer answer my my prayers. He doesn't not answer them. They're just not when I want them to be all the time. And I also had to learn this to um but I, I you know stop calling on him only when you need him. Give him some praise. When you, when you, when everything's going right, that's when you you need to talk to him the most. You know, just stop calling on him. Like, you know, I get mad when people just 
called me, you know, people used to dump their their negativity, their negativity, their their pain, their hurt on me, and then the whole time I'm dealing with some shit. Like I can't I can't take it. So I had to learn how to shut myself off from people because I couldn't continue to let other people dump their energy into me. Now I'm worried about you and and, and me. Like that's times two. So I had to, you know, it's okay. It's okay to stop away. It's okay. I call it going in my shell. I do it often. <laughs> I will I will not answer your phone. I will look at the phone and I let that joint ring. Because because I can't. I can't. I can't afford I can't afford to to take on your baggage too, you know? And that's okay. And that is okay. Don't let anyone ever make you feel like that's not okay. It's okay to to get yourself together before you deal with society again. And and that's what I do and I tend to do it a lot because I'm down a lot. And it's nothing I can really, nah, I think I can help it. I think I can help it, but right now I don't feel like I'm at a position to do that. What's working is is closing myself off for a little bit and then coming back out. But like I said, I feel as though this, I'm going to be talking on the regular and and expressing myself more. So this is a way of, of coming out of that shell more often. Um... And, you know, we we are, it's, we don't look at it like that. A lot of us don't, but we are queens of the most high. And we have to start walking in that, 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 that light. We have to start walking in that queens, queens. Like that's a, that's a heavy title. We're looking to be girlfriends, wives, this, that, and the third. And the whole time we're queens. Like that's, that's a high title, but we're not acting like it. And we're not walking like it. You know, I don't feel a queen will be sitting around crying every day. So I need to get myself together. <laughs> um, but I just, I, I, I just want my, my stories, my experiences, um, the things I've been through to, to help someone. Um, and if you can relate, you know, that's great. If you can't relate, that's great too. Um, but just know that there are some sisters out here that are struggling with things. And if, if everything's great for you, then be an inspiration to someone who don't think everything is, is, is going great. And that's really all I, I, I got to give this, this episode. Um, I want you guys to follow me on Facebook and Instagram. It's um, at the Black Girl. Black Girl that could. Could is in all caps. Um, I also want you to email me at blackgirlthatcould at gmail if you have any questions. Um, I'm probably going to be be looking for some co-hosts, people to interview, talk with, um, and just get some topics going. I do know next episode, um, I do want to sit down with a friend of mine and we discuss our backgrounds because I just want to start. I want to. I just want to start it off like from the beginning. You know, the beginning of our lives, how how it led to where we are now. And um, and I know like a lot of us, a lot of this this hurt and trauma and pain and stuff that we deal with stares from in the home as a kid. What you seen or what you did growing up or whatever may have happened to you, like. Um, a lot of that starts as a kid. A lot, a lot of parents, I feel, are dropping the ball, dropping the ball, and not steering us the way we need to. Like you're a guardian, so you're supposed to guide. And a lot of people are dropping the ball on that. A lot of parents, a lot of black parents, are just 
I don't know. We just let our kids for some reason fall by the wayside. And I, I don't like to see that. And I think that needs to be talked about. So I do know that's where this first this that's where it's going. That's where I'm taking it. So I may step on a lot of toes, but that's okay. Um I don't want anyone to feel any type of way. Um I'm probably calling out some personal names that'll probably be listening. Um um, so I don't want anyone to, to feel any type of way. It's, it's, it's life. It happens. No one's, it's perfect. Like I'm not the perfect parent. Um, never will be like, there's no blueprint for this, but I think what we need to start doing is acknowledging it and, and making a, a conscious decision to change because I'm tired. This is basically in my personal life. I'm really tired of people thinking they can hurt you and do things to you and, and never apologize for it. It needs to be. It needs to be said. An apology needs to be said. Um, um, it, a simple apology brings so much closure. And we uh, we tend to forget that. Like, a lot of people hurt you and walk on about it. And eventually, y'all forget about it. But it's not good because it's just like, a, okay, you hurt me. You hurt me this time, let it go. Hurt me this time, let it go. Hurt me this time, let it go. Every time that person has said something or did something that chipped away, a piece of that that relationship so it's never the relationship is tainted it's never what it was from the beginning when it was pure it was honest no one was hurt so now we're talking about years of hurt uh, uh, and no resolution to it no one has ever said i'm sorry i apologize you know how can we move forward how can we move forward well we have to move forward by acknowledging it at first like don't don't you think it need to be talked about nobody wants to talk about it now it's old news no it's not old news it's not old news because it was never it never had a resolution so it's still there it's still there you know what i'm saying so i know i'm gonna be talking about that probably bring home girl on and discuss the backgrounds um our life and how that hurt you and chose you to make the decisions you made um I know that's what I'm going to talk about next episode. I'm going to drop an episode every Monday and Friday. So at the beginning of your week and at the end of your week at 5.30 p.m., I'll be dropping a new episode. Um, I need you to tune in. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And um, I'm out. <laughs>